Welcome to Two Cents Worth. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Two Cents Worth. We are kicking off today season two. We're going to go for another 10 episodes and chat with local businesses uh, and really, I suppose, look behind the the front, look behind the facade, which we all have to present our businesses and just get to know people, just get to know people in our community and connect with like-minded people, um, perhaps um, be a little educated on things we don't know about. And so today I'm, oh, I can feel myself getting a bit flushed. I'm excited. We've got um, some incredible businesses represented here today. We have Lisa Pollock from um, The Source Bulk Foods Toowoomba. Um, now, Lisa, if I'm so that you know that I know who we are here talking about. You are down where the spotted cow is opposite there. Yes, yeah, corner of Brotherton and Campbell, yes. Yeah. Yes, most people and know where the spotted cow is. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and then we are also joined by Asha Andrews, who is the grassroots chef. Guys, thank you for being here today. Great. How are you? Thank you for having us. Yes, this is going to be good. Okay, so... I suppose we could, I'm going to put all the links in our chat today so people can go and have a look at what you're all about. I want to jump the topic of all the the formalities. People can go and work that out and I'll pick things up as they go. What's your real passion behind what you do? As you share a bit about what your business is about, tell me about why, what's your real driver? I want to know. I want to know. Lisa, let's start with you. Okay. So I started the business nearly three years ago, just about to tick over three years. And I suppose my main reason for bringing the source bulk foods to Toowoomba is from a health perspective was my first um, port of call. I like to feed all nourishing foods to my family. I have three children and a husband. So that was my passion. Um, I thought there was a bit of a gap in the market for Toowoomba. So I uh, looked at it down at Maroochydore and decided that Toowoomba had an opening for it. So we spent 18 months getting organised and finding a location and uh, setting up. And I suppose the waste-free side of the business only came to me after we opened. I wasn't particularly waste-free as a family or a person. I was conscious of it, but I wasn't very aware, I suppose, um, but getting into the business and how passionate it is, it is about waste-free, that's when I sort of became more of a waste-free warrior, if mm-hmm. I'd like to call myself that. Fantastic. <laughs> we, will, we will delve deeper. We've got some feedback there. Um, so, Asha, over to you. Yeah, well, so I've been, we've been running Grassroots, grassroots Chef, so my wife and I, that is, um, for the last year and a half or so. And um, that's sort of grown out of what was before Little Seed Restaurant, so Toowoomba's first um, all-vegan restaurant. And that transpired from from our, our first restaurant, which was the Firefly Cafe. And so we were doing that for a number of years. And it was about nine years by the time we closed Little Seed and, and, and started this new journey. And I guess everything we've done has been, um, as it is for most people, as a a progression and a journey of our life and our experiences and our beliefs as they evolve. And, um, and so what we're doing now is, is really focused on, um, on education around food and perhaps, you know, like um, transparency in food as well, you know? So, you know, what does it actually do? What, what is food? You know, like that's, that's a big thing for me. Like, like actually, actually breaking down what food is, 
mm. and what it what it actually represents or what it should represent and mm. what what it what it isn't i guess as well yeah. so yeah we're doing a lot of um cooking classes now we're branching into online schools um and all around uh plant-based eating and and eating for optimal health and um and not just for the health of our ourselves, but the health of our planet as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's re- and there's just a, there's a lot a lot of discussion around this topic at the moment, and you know from documentaries, and it can be it can be really overwhelming. So I personally find that to think there's somebody here locally that I can see face to face and say talk to me, mm-hmm. I think that um, for all the information we have, there still comes a point where we need to be able to have the conversations. I found it interesting too, Asha, before we before we started today's conversation, you were chatting a bit about those years of having Little Seed and how it was, I suppose, a bridger for people who um, perhaps um, are vegan um, and they may have family members who aren't. Um, share a little bit more about what you said there because I think that, that that's interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, we're talking about that. Um, and just how it's nice, it, well, it was nice to be able to offer a space that, uh, allowed all people to come in and just enjoy food in its in its real, you know, in what I believe its real capacity is, and how um, a, a large number of people, and in fact potentially a majority of people, were coming and didn't realise that we were a hundred percent vegan plant based restaurant. Um, you know, yeah, they we, were just enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so our coffees and soy milk and our our meals were just packed full of flavour. You know. Um, um, we did dinners that were, were fully booked for a long time and mm. and um, I think that just goes to show that, you know, if you can really represent food um, in its in its sort of optimal capacity, you know, if we're really pushing flavour and colour and vibrancy and creativity, then, you know, people are, are happy <laughs> to yeah. eat that, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, it, and it's if we're not looking at it, we're not seeing it, we're not open to the possibilities, we just, it, it's in the too hard basket. Yeah. yeah. Lisa, have you found, um, has there been a shift during COVID-19 in these months now where people are um, at home or working from home? Uh, has there been a, a shift in the way people are looking after their health and, and making things from scratch? Yeah, absolutely. I We see it coming through the front door at the store every day. Um, whilst it was a very difficult time, and it still is, yeah. um, leaving all of that aside, just focusing on health and people, how people are eating is what I'm speaking about, is I was, I was reasonably excited to be in store because people are asking, okay, so I'm going to be at home for a certain period of time. What ingredients can I have to make everything from scratch? I think every single person in the Toowoomba community is making their own bread because that's all they were sort of speaking about. And that really excites me because um, the whole idea of the store was for me to give, uh, provide great food and good wholesome ingredients to everyday families so that they can nourish their children and nourish their families the way that I like to. Um, obviously, everyone does things a bit differently and I understand that and they have different health journeys, I suppose, they're on. But yeah, during this time, there are definitely a lot more people doing a lot of home baking um, and asking a lot of questions, which is the whole reason I got into the business is to talk to people about how, um, what other alternative ingredients they can use or just simply probably taking more importantly is what you can take out of um, certain things like the preservatives and colours, et cetera, rather than putting extras in. It's what it's bringing it back to basics. So, yeah, it was really, it's an exciting time for food, I think, um, 
home home cooked food obviously I realize there are a lot of negatives so yeah just taking away from that home cooked food it is an exciting time people are exploring and it's not just the the nutrition value sorry I'm not sure where the feedback's coming from um it's also it's also that people are together. It's, you know, what Asha was saying before when people were not even aware whether it was a vegan restaurant, it's connection. That's what's so important about food is that we, we do gather around the table. We do um, connect. And so there's such a, there's so much, it's, it's such an experience. There's so much more around it. Mm. And so when, you, when you're talking education, so Asha, with the classes you're doing, uh, can you can you enhance on, on like explain a bit more about that? Because when I was reading up on your Facebook page, actually, there are a few things you're looking at doing, and share with us what you're what you're doing and what what maybe the vision is as as things progress for Grassroots Chef. Yeah, thanks. Um, we're we're expanding our offerings. We're hoping to reach more people, but um, I guess the where where the education side of it has come from is um there's a few sides to it i guess it's um it's partly my own story of of not even really even as a chef not really considering where my food comes from and really feeling quite lied to by you know whether you want to call it the system or whatever um um so sort of allowing a little bit of um gentle growth within the within that area about our food and then um as that journey progressed realizing that eating more plants is, is optimal for our, our, our human diet and sharing that with people as well. And so the classes are largely nutrition-focused and they also are around, I guess, just rediscovering the kitchen. So, you know, like we are just talking about with Lisa there, but um, I feel like a big part of people's barriers within tuning to a more plant-based lifestyle is actually that they're afraid of cooking for themselves and they've lost that connection to the kitchen. So a, a, a big part of our classes is really just reconnecting people to, to food and, and to their, their home kitchen and then building confidence within that space. So mm-hmm. knowing what ingredients to have on hand, having a stockpile of, of go-to ideas and recipes. Yes. Um, learning how to improvise within the kitchen so that you don't need to look up a new recipe every day and, and feel like you need to buy a new ingredient every day and um, and learning to integrate that, whether it's for your personal cooking or whether you've got a whole family who you need to cater for, you know, there, you know, you might be on this path, but your family isn't quite there yet. You know, you need to figure out how to cook foods to, um, to please everyone as well. So mm. that's a big part of it. Um, mm. It's just that, that confidence. I, I think it's probably, how I best describe it, you know, building confidence in your, in the kitchen. Yeah, I like that. And I mean, look, we, we put all the time into these beautiful kitchens. We've got some of the most beautiful kitchens in the world, <laughs> yet we don't take the time to really learn these skills that um, that are that are so vital to our our well being, our being. <laughs> mm. um, I'm wondering what you could share, both of you, what you can share about you, what you know about our region, because. I'm thinking in terms of we're in a pretty good spot for fresh produce, yes? Can you speak into that a bit? What what do you know? Tell me what you know. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose besides 
you know, the store that we have, we obviously support our local honey um, honey farmers and we have local olive oil in store and we are a franchise. It's a family owned franchise. So a lot of the, uh, a lot of the products are Australian first where we can um, because obviously Australia has the best produce in the world. So, but besides the products that uh, we have in store and I probably should add my husband and I were farmers for uh, 10 years before we opened the store. So I am very passionate about Australian farmers and supporting them where I can. Love that. Um, but besides that, I do go down to the, me personally, I shop between shopping at my local butcher and going to the Common Co uh, markets every Saturday, which I just love. It's my happy place. It's my happiest day of the week. Uh, and just buying directly from the farmers. Like we live in a food bowl. It's just, it's crazy not to buy directly from them. It's so fresh. It's so cheap and yeah, it's amazing. And it's a lovely community. Like the farmers markets are an amazing community. So we have, we literally have everything at our fingertips in Womba. So So true. I love that. Asha, what do you know? Give us all the secrets. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm much the same. Um, uh, Whether we're catering or whatever, like most of my fresh produce comes from the farmers market, uh, the the, um, Toowoomba's farmers market. I get a lot of produce from market gardens as well. So making connections with local people that, you know, are really only sort of 10, 15 minutes um, from the centre of town. You know, Toowoomba's not such a big place that it takes, you know, it takes too long to actually all of a sudden be out of town into a market garden. Mm. Um, so, I mean, for me, I think the most important thing is, is learning the story behind our food when, it, when we're thinking about our, our local produce. Um, so if you can't ask someone its history, then it's, it's, it's questionable to me. Um, if you can't commun- communicate with someone about that food, if they can't tell you the person's name who grew it or or where it's come, where it's come from, how many kilometres away it was grown, and whether those people are interested in the soil and and the health of their vegetables, or whether they they're just um, just monocropping and and um, you know looking at that that real bottom dollar. Um, you know, yes, we are in a food bowl here. We're in one of the largest food bowls in the world, actually. Mm. And um, as a restaurant owner, the disillusionment was of that was that access to that food was very, very difficult. Um, most of that food goes to Brisbane or Sydney markets um, and, and then overseas as well. And, um, you know, that was disappointing. So something nice about taking a step back from a larger industry is that you can then get into the more local routes mm. um, and, uh, and, yeah, it's just support, supporting market gardens and, and, and farmers markets comes a lot easier when you don't have um, the quantity of food I guess you're producing um, then you need deliveries every single day it's, it's, it's more difficult to to access that that true localness that, that yeah. a lot of our restaurants claim to represent but um, yeah. you know that's I know for a fact how difficult that is to, to actually yeah. achieve yeah. despite okay. being in this location yeah, yeah. so as, a, as an individual I think we can make such a big difference locally yeah. We're just asking the story of our produce, and so if we go to Coles and we and we ask the the person there, it's not their fault; they don't know where it's from. Yeah, you know, but that's there's a that's something to that's, take away from that situation. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's I'm really sure. it's interesting. No, no, I yeah. love off on a tangent. I think yeah. that's what we should have called this, not two cents worth, off on a tangent, because <laughs> I think, you know, so often we we get to know, and as I said before, you know, people can go and have a look at your your sites afterwards. They can learn more about things. But just to get to know a bit about you. And um so Asha, I'll I'll come back to you shortly, Lisa, but Asha, while we while we're here on this topic, what was do you think What's been because I, I love that you said before it's it's your own life journey works with your with your business in a way like mm. you're not going to just stay in the same business forever more like yeah. we evolve as humans we have more to offer we we get educated you know our personal development etc cetera, etc cetera. so what was the biggest jump for you what's the what's the shift for you apart from the education I think there's got to be more to it from um, from your your earlier years and in with Firefly and and Little Seed, having that little bit of time off, family. What, what's different now? What's the season now? How would you unpack that further? Hmm. Um, yeah, like you say, like it's like, well, yeah, like we're, we're talking about, it's the, it's the journey, and um, I think you constantly need to be um, just reassessing and realigning your life, and in all in all aspects. So personal and family life, business life, um, they all need a, a line to, you know, really, really be living, I guess, you know, like um, it's, it's, there's not much point just sort of grinding away um, if you not, don't believe in anything. Um, you know, for, yeah, for us it's that's not good. so much, it's not even the food side of it, like that's part of our story, but, but it was actually just deciding that, that what we were doing wasn't aligning with our our, our personal um, values and beliefs anymore, and and transferring from Firefly to Little Seed was a step in that, and we genuinely believed at that time that that was hundred percent what we should be doing, and probably was at that stage, and so the the next step was just to to step out and let everything fall apart, not knowing if we were going to do anything with food anymore, mm. um, and. Until you, you know, I believe until you do that, you, you're not going to really know truly if you're following what your real passion is because you're just digging in deeper. Um, yeah. yeah, I suppose that. And it's so hard when you've when you've grown a business, when it's been your vision, when it's been mm. your your passion, when it's been your heart and soul, when it's been the hours accredited to you, the years of sacrifice and the cost to the family. Um, to step away from something when I mean, people don't, you know, unless there may be another business owner might not understand and appreciate it that way. Hmm. So it's, it, I can imagine that, 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 that leap. Yeah. It's not and an yet, easy choice to make. Yeah. No, no, I can really appreciate that. Yeah. But um, once you do it, it's sort of the easiest choice you've ever made. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mind's just lighting up with all these different thoughts as you're speaking. It's really good. Um, Lisa, how about you? Cause you haven't got just to Woomba. You've, you're, you're a busy lady. Yes, I do like to keep myself busy. Um, yeah, we've got two stores down in Brisbane now. Uh, one we opened just recently back in November and the West End store we opened a year ago, so February 2019. Um, and that opportunity came available and actually one of the girls that my team that started with me when we first opened the Woomba, they pretty much are all still with me, one of those uh, moved down to Brisbane and runs those stores for me, um, so which is amazing. We're sort of a little family down there. Um, 
yeah, so it is busy, but I do enjoy it, getting into the communities. I suppose Toowoomba's my baby, which I keep saying to everyone because it was the one that, uh, yeah, I was in there from open to close and then and then on some for about three months in the uh, in the beginning, just learning it all and mm-hmm. just really getting to know all the customers that came in and really living and breathing it. And obviously I do that now, but probably not so much at a store level, just with the three. Um, but Toowoomba is, yeah, is definitely my baby. I like to be in-store in Toowoomba, seeing all those friendly faces all the time. So it's a real Now those friendly faces, mm. what is your demographic? What do you find? Who who are your who are your audience or your your customer? So we have a real mixed demographic. We have um, we have a lot of older generation people who come in and just love that it's the way they used to shop. So <laughs> it's probably the difference to the Brisbane stores. We still have the mums, um, the you know the twenty year old um, predominantly females in around that age group. Um, but I would say our main uh, demographic would be older generation or uh, mums feeding their families. But the older generation, I think, just really crave, one, the customer service. Like we, they come in there, we're happy to help them with anything that they need, have a chat, um, all that sort of thing, which I think they really miss at the biggest, uh, the biggest shopping centres because it is, you know, we're now moving to everyone just use a self-checkout and all that sort of thing. So it, we're, we're just getting away from human connection. Mm-hmm. at other stores so I know that they really enjoy coming into store all that connection having a chat with the girls um there on the floor and also just being able to buy the amount that they need so the beauty of the store is you can just literally scoop out the amount you need so if they're just living on their own they only need a small amount of things they can just purchase that without having any waste or um yeah they can just pick and choose little bits for their weekly shop rather than buying enormous amounts that they have to try and store mm. properly. So, um, yeah, probably our older demographic, I would say, is our is our majority of our shoppers. Hmm. Interesting. And for Brisbane? Um, that- Brisbane, they're very different. The three stores are vastly different. Um, yeah. We have West End, which is... Um, it is quite multicultural at West End, so we have all walks of life coming in there, which is fabulous. It is just, um, it is very different. We're more traditional, I would say, in Toowoomba, trying not to be um, putting labels on anything, but Toowoomba is probably more traditional, more regional, more country feel. West End is definitely um, multicultural. And like which we've, it's very early days, so I actually haven't really, we haven't found what our demographic is. We opened in November, then COVID-19 hit, and we've just been, just sticking along really. So we haven't been able to hold any of our workshops and education programs that we try to do to really build our um, community and demographics, getting them through the door. So so what sort of programs do you do? Uh, so we've worked a lot with um, Shan, who's from My Food Religion. She has a quite a huge following. She's a food blogger. Um, she she's a bit of a hoot actually she's a great girl um and her partner in crime is Sophie Van Kempen who's a nutritionist from Ipswich and they deliver workshops based on gut health um gut cooking um nutritional lunch boxes so we've held those workshops at our um at our stores Toowoomba predominantly and the community really liked that education on a very, um, as Asha was saying, you know, they just, I think people are thriving and 
craving education around food and how to make things healthy and simpler for their life. So, yeah, so we hold quite a lot of those. That's good. I'd, I'd be really interested to, sorry, I'm hearing the feedback so much. Um, Asha, if, if I was, for example, or anyone watching or listening was to begin the journey of saying, you know, to look at whole foods, to look at where their food is from, would, would there be any, where would you start? Would there be any resources or places you would recommend apart from maybe some classes with grassroots chef? <laughs> yeah, of course, that's right. Other than, yeah, actually coming to one of my classes. Um, yeah, the, the there's a lot of information out there, which is both a positive and a negative thing. Like there's a, a glut of information, which actually makes it potentially confusing for people to, really access the information that's most helpful for them. But, um, <clears throat> and that's why, yeah, like we were saying a bit earlier, connecting to someone local that you can trust is a, is a nice idea. Mm. Um, I always steer um, customers and, um, and people in my class to a guy named Dr. Michael Greger. It's a, a nutritionfacts.org is his website and he has a podcast and, and small bites of information. Um, and this all research or fact-based um, content um, is uh, totally free. Um, it has no no real agenda, and is um, just there to yeah to promote um, people's better health. Um, yeah, he's got around a hundred people going through seven thousand studies a year of the the best nutritional and health information out there. Studies and you know meta analysis and and so on that, um, yeah, that, he's, that they're, they're churning through. So it's um, it's a brilliant resource. That's really good. And that yeah. see, they're the sorts of they're the tips we want from today. And when if I was to come to a class with you, what sort of what, what would I expect? What does that look like? Um, so an in person class is just a small um, a small class, sort of anywhere from five to ten people. Um, generally, we're either doing some meal prep together or, you know, cooking a meal that we'll sit down and eat together afterwards. Uh, my classes are not traditional. Like I don't have, I'm not up the front with benches down the back. Um, we're all sort of separate and making our own meal. Like we just I have a large kitchen bench. We all stand around and we all chat about the, the various, you know, you know, where I got this food from and what the nutritional value of this is and why we might do that and, and people get as involved as they like, or they can sit back and just, you know, enjoy the show. And, um, and yeah, so we just make some beautiful food. Um, and as I said, I've been doing some online classes and working into this area at the moment. Um, and so at the moment I've got, um, a work, a a program perhaps, or a course we could call it, um, that's coming up at the end of July. It's a six month subscription and each month we're doing, live chats and we'll get a, a full meal prep um, video and wow. a lot of extra class content. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of value in that. And I've found that with the online stuff that I've done so far, people have really found that um, yeah, really, really helpful because it's that's just easy, amazing. To, easy to access. You know, they can log on after work or whatever and, and, yeah. and get the information they need. Yeah. 
That's really wonderful because, I mean, it shows that you're invested and I can appreciate the work that would go into putting something like that together, but yeah. you're actually then with them that six months. So while mm-hmm. they're able to, con- you know, to go through all of the the, the learnings and um, and resources, they're also going to be able to have that interaction and, and book into classes. Oh, I love that. That's brilliant. That's just a stroke of brilliance right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy it too, you know. I, yeah. I need the, the, the contact with the people as well. I, I you know what? find it strange just putting something out there and having no... no yes. Oh, I'm so with you. That And this is, yeah. you know what I love about this, Asha, and, and Lisa, for both of you, I think you know somebody is passionate about what they do when you listen to them and start getting passionate about the very thing you didn't really care about five minutes ago. And that's that's what I enjoy. I've really enjoyed about today's conversation as, as short as it is, but we will wrap it up because we realise you are very busy and we appreciate your time. Um, but thank you for all that you contribute to the region, to Toowoomba. I mean, we I think even through COVID-19 um, and through for myself anyway, through two cents worth, just being my eyes open to how many amazing, incredible businesses. I think I've had, I'm a Gold Coast girl, don't hold that against me, but I'm, I was born and bred there. And so, you know, when you come to Toowoomba and you see the truck go by with the cows and people at the servo with uggies on, you're sort of like, well, we're, you know, definitely somewhere else now. But I think to see these places emerge it starts breaking down that, you know, we're just in little old Toowoomba. There is excellent stuff going on here and um, and it really is a privilege to to see and to, oh, mate, I've got to go chat with my hubby now about where I'm putting my money. <laughs> Thanks, Tamara. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. We'll see you all next week for whoever we end up chatting with because we haven't worked that out yet. But uh, if you would like to be mentioned on Two Cents Worth, and, and let us get to know you uh, in the Toowoomba region, then reach out, reach out, send us a message and go support these businesses. They're amazing and they're here. <laughs> See you, See you later. To have your two cents worth, join us next week. See you then.